Hey, 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 it's your girl Tasha. Good morning, good morning, good morning, or good evening. No matter when you're catching this podcast, how everybody doing today? If you're not doing okay, you doing kind of blah, you need an aha. So let me give y'all some tips for those who are commuting across the country. And you just know for real, for real, that you got some things that's going on in the workplace. And so we're going to talk about killing that curiosity. And this is related to that curious person in the office. We're going to try to be nice. We know she really knows he ain't got no life. Or he knows he ain't got no life. So we're going to call it killing the curiosity. And here's what I mean by that. You have this coworker. Probably ain't, and I'm and I'm being real specific here. You got that coworker. Probably ain't never got a college degree. Probably ain't never finished fifth grade the way she shows up or he shows up. So what I'm saying is they very immature. Doesn't mean that you got to have a college education to be mature. Don't get me wrong, but I'm painting a picture of an experience and a behavior that I encountered prior to firing my boss. The young lady, matter of fact, she OO. Over here trying to get a hit. She's supposed to be going out on a hip replacement. Y'all, can I tell the truth about the situation? She going out on a hip replacement. So in my mind, having been through surgeries myself, prior to all the preparations you have to do for these surgeries, honey, you scared you going under and you, you want to make sure you're coming out okay. You got other priorities. The natural sane person, that's about to go through some surgery and a hip surgery when you old, my priorities would be, Lord, get me through this. Let me do all these labs and pre-ops before I go under surgery. But when you have a curious, when you have to kill the curiosity cat that's running around the office gossiping, and I'm talking about grown grown, she's probably capable of being a great grandparent, not a grandparent only, but a great grandparent running her mouth, trying to figure out where everybody is at. Baby, that's not your duty. Your duty is to foul and push papers. I'm sorry your hip ain't working like it used to do. But if you work your mouth like you work that old broke down hip, perhaps you should go get a telemarketing job because your body may may not be able to bend down too much to foul these little files. And so you got to be aware of these spirits on your job. Quit expecting people that's smiling and bringing cakes and cookies and potluck organizing at that job like they just so sweet because they so old and they limping and old. Let's do a card because she going out for surgery. Them are demonic forces sometimes disguised as the Holly Homemaker Cake Baker. And some of y'all, y'all so greedy and hungry, you rushing to the potluck not knowing what that woman done put up in that mess. Watch people first. Watch them for a minute. Watch their behavior. Watch how they talk about other people when the other person leave that that circle. If you see a person talking about the next person in their absence, what makes you think you won't be next? And most of the information is non-factual, which means it's gossiping. And so some of y'all in the workplace, instead of saying something and holding these type of people accountable, you get the giggling about it or not saying anything and... You know, you need to go on record. Hey, I'm about to remove myself from this conversation because I'm not in the business of talking about folks and their absence in this magnitude. Now, if we talking about planning a, you know, 
a person that had the victory. They done graduated from a program and we want to plan how we're going to honor them with a little cake, a little party or something. That's progressive conversations about empowerment, you know, edifying folks. But when you get to, oh, this person, I heard they going through a divorce. Oh, I heard that they, okay, where is you hearing all this stuff, love? Because you're supposed to be filing down these files and stacking up. I see anybody like me that work in some systems that get mad because, you know, I'm a chocolate girl. And so sometimes in these systems, they're not expecting us to be in role of quote unquote authority. So when I went into the place, they thought I was a janitor. My thing, call me what you want, run me my money. Because if you think I'm supposed to be swinging a mop in a broom and then you don't see me swinging a mop a broom and actually I'm a clinician and it throws you off, that just gives them something more to talk about. Oh, I thought she, that my job is not to come to the workplace to explain to you why I was hired. You can figure that out on your own. Because curious people, nosy people, they're going to go around and try to figure out what exactly you you there to do. That's not your job to explain that to them. And what is my favorite word with any ill-intentioned people ask me questions that don't have my best interests at heart? I stop them in the track and say, why do you ask? Explain to me why is that important to you at this particular moment? This is my first day. Why do you ask? Oh, 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 because I'm in charge of making files and labels. And, you know, there's a certain part of the office you're supposed to sign in or out. Well, I'm only to report to one person. And by the way, what is your name? And then she went She went on to giving me her name. And, you know, I said, what exactly is your role here in, in this aspect, in this department? Well, I kind of, you know, she went on to this long spiel about what she do. Insecure people will give you long, dragged out job descriptions about what they do. That's what they do. They'll have you hemmed up if you allow them to and give you this long description about what they do. So once I broke her down and summarized, oh, so you like the secretary to the head boss. She got offended. I don't need a long-winded version of what you do, love. Just break down what you do and be okay with where you at in your career. You and your broke hip. Okay, because my thing is when you come talking mess about me and what you think I'm doing and what I'm supposed to be doing and Oh, uh, by the way, you got to sign in. Oh, sweetie, I don't take instructions from people that I'm not supposed to be reporting to. I missed the memo that says I'm supposed to come to you. You know, this is my first time meeting you under this context. And I'm sorry, I will not execute the things that you're bringing forth to me until I find out the person that do my timesheets. I didn't say the person who pay me. Let's get it understood. These institutions you're working for, a lot of these people think that they take out their personal paycheck to pay you. Truth be told, we all getting paid from the same institution. And if you're not careful, you up under some controlling spirits that feel like they own the place and they feel like they write their personal check out for your salary to feed you and your babies. And that's just not the truth. And what you need to understand is killing the curiosity cat and sometimes not speaking when you really want to speak. Let that stuff marinate for a while. Be slow to anger. Let them say little things every day. Let them try to figure you out. When you don't feed a spirit, y'all, that spirit goes nuts. The heifer was trying to figure me out. I'm so happy, bubbly. You know, I got the spirit of God. I got a long commute, so I'm bumping my Fred Hammond and listen to my T.D. Jakes on my good days. I'm feeling good about myself. You know, we got to feed ourselves to stay cool. 
And then, as let's be real, as an African-American woman, 40-some years old, and this woman knocking on six, her looking like her mid, she looking like 70, but I'm going to be nice. Maybe she in her mid-60s, I don't know. But if I was to judge based on all the wrinkles in her face and how her eyebrows is always chopped up, and look, she just looks so angry and mad. And so one thing I can tell you about the, curio- the curiosity cat and killing it, you really have got to be skillful in understanding the underlying fact of why people do what they do. Hands down, it's insecurity. I was there for about four or five days and was able to look at what was going on up under her. And I seen a very pained, hurt woman. Not only was she hurting in her hip, I said, chances are at home, she has no control. She don't have no control over what's going on in her home, whether it's a dog, a bird, a man, a son, a daughter, or whatever. I have learned to study people's behavior. I have learned to understand the unspoken and the body language of what one display tells you a whole lot about them. So in other, in other words, I have my husband, for example, and countless close friends that say, girl, you tolerate so much off of people. It's not that I tolerate it. It's just that I'm very careful and mindful that when I go in hard in the paint, it's at the right time. When I was younger, I would be a spitfire. I'm a little wiser now. So I set the boundary and say, this will not happen again. And if it does, this is what it's going to look like. Not a threat, but just letting them know how I operate. And so when she proceeded to tell me I needed to sign in and out, and I told her I'm not going to do that until I hear it from the person that I was asked to, you know, report to, she disappeared. And another thing, we not living in slavery. So she pops her head out. Now, mind you, she finna go in for hip surgery. I told y'all that already. So when she walks, she looked like she in a lot of pain. For me, if I know I'm going in for hip surgery and I'm riding it out at work until I go to surgery, I'ma sit my tail down as much as possible. So the rumors floating around the office that she's very controlling. She's ain't that she ain't nothing but a secretary. Me, I don't minimize people's jobs because the secretary is the brains behind the bigger picture of things. I have I have staff on my my team right now that runs every aspect of my business to the point they know stuff I don't know. Very smart, very wise in the area that they call to work in. So I don't minimize on job titles, but this individual reputation is the new person that comes, she tried to, you know, boss and bully them around and try to act like she the boss and the boss let her do all this because the boss be missing in action doing her thing folks going to their cars to go to sleep or they dipping home to go take a nap all this ratchet is going on in the workplace so what happened is if her, uh, the other staff come out and they missing they ain't in eyesight of her and she feel like they need to be in eyesight of her she gets her and her little broke hip and go walking through the office looking for where folks at now, I happen to be a magnet that draw people in that's going through stuff. I happen to be one that listens to people's stuff in the midst of my own stuff. They don't know I'm going through stuff myself, but God send people my way and they pour their whole life out. And I, I listen objectively and I see a lot of painful, hurt souls that's going to work simply because they got to pay the bills. Not because their heart is in it, not because they desire to make change in a workplace because a lot of the systems don't allow you to use your creativeness to move forward to make things better so a lot of women 
during this season would come up to me, staff. And so she felt, this individual felt that people were spending way too much time coming to my desk in the name of greeting. And what she would do is open up the door and just do this stare. Now, for me, the way I operate, I'm not going to stop having a conversation because somebody's staring. Because as an adult, you need to be able to vocalize and say, hey, excuse me, can I ask you a little question? Whatever staff she's looking for. But we have some intimidated people out here that runs like a little kid. As soon as she opened the door and make that look, they run into her. And what I'm saying is, if you react to a person in a way they want you to react, you have lost the battle of allowing them to control you. I tend to ignore those type of body languages until you can open your mouth as a professional, approach me with respect, and and still in that moment, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop my conversation. I'm real bold about it. I'll be with you in a moment because chances are what you have to tell me ain't no more important than what I'm talking to this individual about. And so she learned really, really quickly that I'm not that one. And she really got pissed off when she found out I was a clinician. That just threw her all the way over the box. See, we got young clinicians coming through there that's black, you know, way younger than me, and got their masters going over to get their license and everything. And these people in her age, age range and her race, they're not used to us coming up like that. The media not finna tell you the number of people coming up the ranks. That's not their job, but I'm here to let you know. There's a hell of a lot of professionals coming up in the ranks, getting their proper degrees, getting their licensure, while people like her and her bad hip is mad as hell and trying to control folks. So here's what I'm going to tell you. To kill the curiosity in the cat, let them go full time and trying to figure you out. Don't give them your nuggets because you don't have to. They do all of that in the interview process. Tell me a little bit about yourself. What are you most passionate about? What are your dreams in the next four, five years? Now, y'all know we want to tell these people the real in these interviews, but we go through the dog and pony show. So when you get in these work environments and you have a person that's very insecure, very controlling, trying to hide behind bringing these baked cakes and goodies, you don't know if they're heifer clean or not, but you're running yourself all up in there stockpiling these plates for these potlucks and wondering why you're sick, wondering why you're gaining weight. How you going to kill the curiosity cat? Because she feel like the more I feed you, the more I can come up to you and get the scoop on who this new person is. You got to let folks know. If you want anything, any information about me, I'm the author of my own story. And quite frankly, I'm still trying to figure myself out. So for you to go seek information about me, nobody in here know me from Adam or Eve or whatever you want to call it. Nobody know me like that. I know a lot of people on a high and by basis or, hey, girl, how you doing? And countless people coming up with the storms of life that they got going on. And we do some prayer and everybody move on. I have a couple of people calling me now and I'm showing them you have the ability to open up your mouth and pray on your own. You got the voice to pray on your own. So this is how I'm telling you. Don't spend a whole lot of time explaining who you are. Don't spend a whole lot of time explaining your job title to some random person in the office. What is her whole motive or his whole motive? Start telling the people, why do you ask? They caught off guard with that every time. Oh, because so-and-so uh, told me that whatever. Okay, so you done had a whole nother conversation. See, the more you ask people small questions, they start telling on themselves. There's a lot of immature people out here on these jobs, whether they old or young. 
They immaturity comes in all shapes and sizes. And what happens is you find yourself explaining your job. Oh, I report to so-and-so. My job is a two with a that woman, unless look, unless broken hip finna bust you out an extra bonus check or break you off bread, you ain't got nothing to explain to these people on this job. Why do you ask? Oh, I was just curious. Well, why are you curious? I'm just curious about what is your role? Are you the private investigator to ask me all these questions? Help me to understand why it's urgent for you on the first day instead of greeting me like everybody else to say hi, welcome, I'm so-and-so, this is my job, and move on like most normal people. But the control freaks of the job I be all up in your mix trying to figure out if you're married, where you live, Honey, in these institutions, you can't tell folks where you live because it's crazy about some of these cages that folks work in. You don't let them know where you live. So quit running your mouth on these jobs. Oh, girl, what's your weekend plans? I have no idea. I don't have a scheduled lifestyle. So they already get the picture that Latasha's not wide open. Now, I'm talking to Tasha. I do a little talking, but most of my work is listening. And doing that listening, look at the body language. You don't owe nobody no explanation. They not finna run you no kind of extra check. Quit giving these people all your strategies and, oh, I'm planning on being here for two years and then after that I'm finna go on and go here and there. That ain't nobody business. Quit talking too much. You go to work, do what you got to do. Talk to God about your direction. Strategize. Go to these trainings and meetings that's gonna help you get to your next level and serve like nobody's business. So that way you in a position where you giving, working, and getting paid what you're worth or a little bit worth and then you're feeling a little bit more uh fulfilled in your career you know or maybe you had a season you want to work from home with it i know countless billers out here that's billing for all these big time doctors i met a lot of doctors that contracted with the state making long money sending the inmates for less than two minutes apiece stockpiling all these invoices making big money and the billers over here making a little bit more than minimum wage but they the one billing all these big invoices and I'm all in their ear. Do you bill on the side at your house? All you need is a computer and some software, right? And one of them was like, I thought about that, but I wasn't sure. So I was able to be used as a hope dealer during that season. And I'm quite sure those that are listening, you are put on that job for a season, reason, in a lifetime, maybe. Don't be like everybody else. Be a hope dealer. These oppressive job systems is uh, pushing so much out of people that don't have much to give. You got people on a job with disabled kids. They want to go home early because their kid got doctors. They got to go through four, five signatures just to get a yes. So the jobs are set up that it's easier and better and less stressful for them to call in sick than to go to work and try to get off early. That's the work system that we're dealing with right now. They don't value that you got a sick mother at the house that you need to get off a little early to take her down to the doctor. They want you to have two or three signature approval. They want you to have two weeks notice. Sometimes you don't have that much time. The doctor may have just got some labs back and need to see your mama right away. And you grown and worked 20, 30, 15 years and you got to get this kind of approval based on if these people like you or not. Wake up sleepyheads, you got to kill the curiosity of the cat. They so curious about your private lifestyle so they can turn around and use it against you. So the next time somebody say, oh, well, what is what is Sherry up to? Y'all ain't seen her in a while. That's not my lane, love. Track her down. Anybody ask for me, send them to my page. Tell them come to me personally. 
I'm the author of my own story and my book is yet unpublished because I'm still learning every day. So that's my spiel for today. Quit being so, uh, you know, accountable to non-effective people, non-irrelevant people, nosy people, but we're going to be nice and call them curious, killing the curiosity cat at the job. And hands down, she ain't getting her stuff done. When the heifer left, it was a whole bunch of stuff to file. When the heifer came back, it's a whole bunch of stuff to file. Why? Because she keep getting up watching other people. Baby, you didn't apply to be a security guard. You don't even qualify. Your, little t- your, little, your body ain't set up for you to pass no type of physical. See, and when you start hurting people's feelings with their own information, then they go sit down somewhere. Or then they start filing, uh, well, I was harassed. Oh, really? Oh, really? Don't go to these jobs making friends. Girl, they will switch on you in a heartbeat. They want to know all your business. Do you have kids? Are you divorced, single, or whatever? You in the house or apartment? Why do you ask, love? And I'm being nice calling you love at this point. But don't give your goods away to ill-intended people. Go to work, do your respective job, and do it to the uh, honor and glory of God. Do your aid and hit the gate. And go home with the people that you love. Does that make sense? So until next time, on the next episode, you know we talk life and stuff. So I'm giving y'all the real as I it comes to me. I know somebody across the world can relate to working with that oppressive little uh, co-worker that got a m- mistake that she your supervisor or the mini supervisor. Start putting people in their place and do it very tastefully for my colored people because they tend to think that we supposed to be uh this angry black woman and we're gonna dispel the myth because it's a way to cut a person and they don't know how they're cut okay so i will talk to you guys in a minute and i will be um talking to you guys as we go along in life and stuff once i figure out how to bring guests on here we're gonna have more fun because we're gonna have more things to bounce off and we will have more meaningful conversations so why we can have exchange of information And we can do what we need to do to better ourselves and not let these people get you to a place where you want to just take off on them. And for the urban lingo, take off means you want to hit them. Okay, so I go a little bit of urban. But take off on people means you want to hit them, right? So we don't want to do that because we grown, grown. Until next time, I'll see you guys on the next episode. And be sure to email me any hot topics y'all want to talk about. Because that's what we do. We talk smack, relax. We talk solutions and real convos. I love y'all for real. This your girl Tosh.